Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. This is the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Check us out at nhbradio.com. nhbradio.com. The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of the No Holds Barred Radio Network and its management. Introducing Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Outlaw Radio on a Saturday night. What's this? March the 11th, 2017. I'm your host, one of your hosts anyway, Bad Billy, out of Twin Falls, Idaho. And one of the guests is late. He always is, so what What? What do we care? The other one, the Mad Dog, he's always on time. What's going on, Derek? <laughs> All the way out of Buffalo Lake, Minnesota, where we actually had... 60 degrees on Monday and a tornado that day and snowfall that evening. All right. (laughs) I got to tell you, man, Minnesota is the land of mood swings. I swear to God, it can be nice one day. It can be be cold as hell the next. Well, uh, it's actually starting to warm up here after the snowmageddon winter that we have had here in the Twin Falls area. You guys had a Minnesota-like winter, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, all the pictures I was posting on Facebook, yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> anyway, over the past few weeks, I should say the past month, we've had nothing but rock and metal at uh, artists that we've been uh, interviewing on the show. Nothing wrong with that. But we're finally going to slow it down a little bit. We got Mary Cutter out of Kentucky going to be joining us in a few minutes. Derek, you set this one up. Yeah, the first interview I've set up since Gina Giordano, and I have been working very, very hard trying to set up interviews with all these independent country artists, although we did get Aaron Stoll, which I think that was pretty much both of us doing that, Billy, but this one I did on my own. I am thankful. Everybody here, you're going to love this woman. This woman is amazing, amazing singer, very awesome. Oh, boy, and she could sing, too. 
Anyway, we're going to kick kick it off uh, prior to the interview. We're going to kick it off with a single that I believe she's going to release within the next five days. We'll get the details of that here shortly. This is Mary Cutter with Curious. Find them online at ColdcockWhiskey.com. Colcock Whiskey reminds you to drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Dear vegetarians, if you're trying to save the animals, stop eating all their food. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. 
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. Monster Energy Sport Rock returns to Chetsley Park April 29th and 30th with Jeff Leppard and Soundgarden. With a perfect circle, The Offspring, Maxidon, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Cedar, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, and more. Fort Rock, over 25 bands, two days of nonstop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for all your tickets and more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and uh, Mary Cutter should be calling in any second now. I, I sent her the text message. She replied, so uh, she said she'll call in five. I just hope that talk shoe doesn't confuse her. Yep, and uh, Mary Cutter just followed us on Twitter, and there's been a lot of people retweeting about this interview, and over 25 to 30 people liked it. When you mention Mary Cutter and Outlaw Radio, you mention a lot of great things. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Uh, but the, I that by the way that Mr. Holland dad that wasn't one of my absolute favorites but that was still pretty funny. Also, big 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 shout out to Sandro Avellini of Hunter Athletic out in Durban, South Africa. I worked with him before when I was doing the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show, which I have decided to pull the plug on. Which means there's going to be a lot more MMA talk on Outlaw Radio, and looks like she's calling in right now. Wait for the system to unmute her. All right, Mary, are you there? Hey, I'm here. How are you guys? Hey, we're we're great. How are you? I'm doing super. I'm so excited about coming on Outlaw Radio. Thanks for 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 inviting me. <laughs> hey, it's absolutely our pleasure. Thank you very much for agreeing to be out here. I know we're a, we're a rough bunch, but uh, we're a lot of fun to talk to. So. Well, I think y'all are definitely a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, I was tuning in, I guess it was last week or so, and I really enjoyed y'all. Uh, y'all say what's on your mind, which is pretty awesome. That's what Outlaw Radio is all about. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, exactly. That's the basis it was founded on. All right. That. All right. Now, I've actually got to bring in our third member. He's He's finally here. But, uh, <laughs> Derek, th- this one's all you, buddy. Take it all away. Right. All right, thank you. Hi, Mary, it's me, Derek. I'm the one you've been talking to on Facebook. Derek, how are you? It's so good to finally hear your voice. You know, we've been talking uh, forever online, so now it's, it's you know, through email and everything, it's 
it's kind of cool to actually hear you're a real person, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, yes, it's great to hear I'm not like some sort of robot or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. All right, now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mary, now. First question for us is tell the listening audience about Mary Cutter. Oh, Lordy. You know, that could take, you know, I'm a girl. That could take the rest of the hour, but I'll try to keep it short. Uh, Well, uh, I grew up in Kentucky um, out on a farm, and uh, I'm a songwriter, a singer. Uh, I also do a TV radio show, so I have kudos to you guys. I respect what y'all are doing. I host a TV radio show right outside of Louisville, Kentucky, and we bring on different music acts and interview them and uh, have their music on as well. But primarily I'm a singer and a songwriter and uh, just enjoying the ride. There you go. Very Uh nice. You know, I I was actually looking at your bio on on your website, and it said that you you were doing radio, and and I was like, wow, you know what? So that just kind of – made at least me a little bit more drawn to you because you do the same thing that that me and billy and chris do as well so really cool well well you know it's really been a cool experience and uh i haven't been doing as long as you guys and so once again you know i just look at what y'all are doing and really at all of that but it's it's great being on both ends if that makes sense you know i've been able to enjoy being the artist and the writer but it's really cool being able to be on the other side of things and asking the questions and hosting. Yep. All right. Uh, so now when you were growing up in, in Kentucky, what influenced you to get into music? Well, you know, uh, from an early age, I really didn't do like a lot of performing as a kid. I had a pretty normal childhood. Uh, I sang at church and school plays and everything, but other than that, I was a pretty normal kid. Uh, but I remember back when I was around, I guess, nine or ten, my my parents got me this. You remember those big old boom boxes that were so bulky, but they were very cool at the time? Uh, I got that for my birthday, and I had one of Faith Hill's CDs, and uh, I was absolutely infatuated with her. And I used to sit down on my bedroom floor all the time with that boom box and listen to her song like we never loved at all that she did with Tim McGraw and uh, just over and over again. And gosh, I just fell in love with music and singing and it just kind of evolved from there. Nice. Uh, and yeah. uh, That's kind of how it started. Yep. It's, it's got to help too that uh, you're not that far from Nashville as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just about two and a half hours, and actually, right now, I'm relocating to Nashville. I'm still up in Kentucky, but and we're going to keep the TV radio show, but I'm going to be down there full time. So I'm really excited about that, but not too far. You you know, Mary, I've got to say this. I I think I've really really missed out a lot uh, in some of my travels because I myself I have traveled a lot, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, I've been through Kentucky about five or six times. Every single time I've been through Kentucky was at night. Oh, no. You had to come during the day. It's beautiful. I, I know. I know. I've seen the, I've seen the scenery uh, pictures on TV and on the Internet, but every time I was there in person, it was always at night, every time. Well, you need to come back during the day and give me a holler, and I can show you around the station where we do the show at. That would be very cool to have you there. Absolutely. Nice, nice. Yeah, Kentucky would be a nice 
would be a wonderful place to visit. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Absolutely, and there's the there's the bourbon trail if you're into that. There's the horses. There's the bourbon if you're into that. There's, of course, basketball. <laughs> if you guys uh, watch the game today, I don't know if you guys watch, but I'm very, very proud to be part of the Big Blue Nation. We won, and, of course, we're playing, I think, Arkansas tomorrow. So it's exciting. There's lots to do so, in Kentucky. So you better get down here so, during the daytime sometime. So I, I do have to ask this, uh, aside from your music, though. Uh, how big is the name Adolph Rupp in the state of Kentucky? Yeah, that's where uh, Rupp Arena was named after, right? Yeah. I believe so. Um, well, he's – he. Uh, he coached University of Kentucky with uh, God knows how many wins and only a handful of losses over a few years. So, I think he may let... have been a – yeah, so he was an interesting guy, I think. You know, but he's good with yeah. basketball. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> All right. Now, Mary, now, according to your bio from what I've seen – and red is that you've been in various competitions all over the United States. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about the competitions, about what you were doing and all that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I first started uh, doing music, uh, I think actually other than like the school plays and, and church uh, was uh, the 4-H talent show. That's kind of where it all started. I was very active in 4-H. I, I don't know if y'all were in that when you're, you all were kiddos or not, but I was really active in that. And, and then I got involved with the Texaco Country Showdown. Um, first, it was called Colgate, but then Texaco bought it out. And I got to the state competition a couple times. And uh, But more recently, uh, last year I got named the uh, Vocalist of the Year of the North American Country Music Association. And uh, they have, like, a state-level competition. And I won that. They went on to the nationals. And actually, they're having uh, their national competition again next weekend. And so I'm doing that again. And it's exciting, you know. Uh, you meet a lot of really talented people. There's a lot of talented people in this industry. I mean, you guys know that. You guys have them on your show, and there's even more than that. So it's cool to not so much see it as a competition, but just meeting other people. And, of course, getting in front of people is always great. Yeah, you talked about the North American Country Music Association. Now, uh, they, now they awarded you with songwriter entertainer and music video of the year now uh tell uh tell us about how you were feeling when you when you found out you won those awards and like how did it how is it making you like stay humble gosh um that's a really good question I, i'll tell you what like especially the entertainer and the songwriter that for the music video was great to win but uh i've worked really hard on songwriting and you know every single song that you write kind of like a baby, you know what I mean? You love it, and you put it out there in the world and hope that they love it as much as you do, and yep. so that was pretty cool, and and the entertainer one is, it's a pretty competitive one to to compete in, the category, there's, like I said, there's so many great entertainers that go to this competition, and uh, it was a pretty awesome feeling, to be honest, uh, but once again, it's, back when I started doing competitions, there was a lady who I've always kind of dubbed as my grandmother who always used to come see me play. And she always used to say, Mary, whoever wins the competition is just up to two or three judges, right? There's two or three of them usually. And so, of course, on one end, whenever you don't win, you just think, okay, well, those are just two or three people's opinion. 
Well, it's also the same whenever you do win, right? So kind of keeping everything in perspective whenever you do win these awards because, I mean, they're just awards. You know what I mean? And uh, like I said, they're great, but there's other things maybe I enjoy doing more, just like shows and concerts and, and just the writing end in general. Very, very nice. I know I, I've read that, and I'm just like, holy cow, she, uh, songwriter, entertainer, music video of the year. Now, in country music, those are the three big ones that you want to win is music video, entertainer, and, you know, of course, song of the year. But, mm. you know, I mean, I, I, I just got to say, for as long as you've been doing this, which I'm assuming it's been, you know, a couple of years, I don't necessarily <laughs> know, but, I mean, it's just, it is amazing to see you get, you know, win awards like that, it's just like, hey, you know what? I'm doing something I love, and it seems like people are really getting around to it, too. So, Well, that means a lot to me, and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just enjoying it. And the, my favorite part, though, is just meeting the people, you know, before or after shows, and even on social media. You know, isn't it incredible? Like, even how we got connected was through social media, right? And there's so many people mm-hmm. literally across – the country we can get connected with just through like twitter or instagram or facebook and it's it's pretty neat pretty awesome yeah and and before the show i mean we've gotten over like 25 to 30 likes when we mentioned mary cutter and outlaw radio and i was talking to billy about this and it was just like holy crap she has a hell of a twitter following oh that makes me feel good hey guys thanks for tuning in everyone on twitter just want to say hello to you yes they're super i just I'll tell you what, um, I hate to use, like, the word fans. You know, people use that word. It it's always kind of hits me kind of weirdly for me to say that. I really see them as, like, friends and family. I mean, I mean, I know about some of their, their families and their and their dogs even. You know, they tweet me and send me pictures and stuff. I just feel some of these people I've never met, you know, but I love them anyway. And, you know, I'm so glad we, like I said earlier, that we get to get connected through social media and through music. You know, that's what brings us together, but it's pretty cool. Let me say this real quick, too, for those of you out there in Twitter land and uh, Facebook, those of you listening on the No Holds Barred Radio Network Live, if you want to call in and you have a question, you have a compliment, the number to call is 724-444-7444, and then punch in code 143036. Ooh, I'm so glad you shared that, because that'd be cool to have Uh, some folks call in. Really good idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Billy, now you uh, sent me the cue that it's time to cue another one of Mary Cutter's amazing songs. Which Absolutely. One we- well, well, you picked, Derek, you picked the order. The next one you picked was, uh, and it's a very catchy title, I Dare You. I'll, I'll, you know, Ooh, something- oh, before you play it, let me say something about that. Yes. Uh, you all are getting the debut of playing, airing of this song. I'm actually technically releasing it next week. And whenever y'all said to send in some songs, I've got to send in I Dare You. And so to everyone, this is the song I Dare You. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Well, before I... All right. Good to have the soundboard back, Chris. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah, I've been, I've been standing by waiting to play the perfect sounder, you know, for appropriate time. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Playing a weird sound, Mary would be like, "Who the heck are these people?" <laughs> uh, she wouldn't be saying. I don't think she'd be saying that about me. I think she'd be saying that about you and Billy, maybe. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 
All right. Mary, before I cue this song, obviously you said it, it's brand new. It's about to be released soon. Uh, please uh, give us a little bit of t- uh, story on the inspiration behind this song. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote it with one of my best friends, Katrina Burgoyne, who's from Australia. And uh, we were down in Nashville in the writing room, down at the uh, Nashville Songwriters Association. And um, she said to me, she said, what do you want to write today? Of course, with her Australian accent. And I looked down at my hookbook, which is just a, I keep it in my phone under my notes panel. And it's just a list of titles and ideas. And, and I had the word dare written down. And I said, well, dare, why don't we write something done with that? And so we juggled back and forth what a title could be. And we ended up on I Dare You. And anyway, uh, we wrote the song. And uh, I've played it out some at festivals and different writers' rounds and gotten a really great response from it. Folks have been awesome. And it's a very cool feeling whenever folks are singing along by the end of the chorus. It's a songwriter's dream come true. And so uh, it just kind of uh, was a process after we wrote it, played it out some, I decided to go to the studio with it. And I seriously am so excited about everyone hearing this song. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, without any further ado, Mary, I want to go ahead and cue I Dare You. Do you dare me to cue that song? I dare you. Baby, I did, did, baby, I did, baby, I did, you. I've been watching you, watching me, your big brown eyes, all I see. My head is spinning like that Ferris wheel. The night is warm, the lights are buzzing, a carnival of my heart pumping. The cotton candy don't taste as sweet as
All right, that was I Dare You by Mary Cutter. Oh, my. I got to say, I don't really dance to too much country music, but that one actually had me ju- jumping and jiving a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to just one second here. There we go. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, so glad to be back. My goodness, I'm glad to hear that you were dancing over there. And I am... And I'm from Minnesota, and I don't dance at all, hardly. So. <laughs> Maybe you should, and you might keep warm. For real. <laughs> hey, I got to ask I, you, since you say you're from Minnesota, um, yep. have you ever heard of uh, uh, St. Olaf, Minnesota? St. Saint, Saint, Saint Olaf. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, when I, yeah, when I was in choir a long time ago, we actually uh, did a couple competitions there for school. Well, I got to tell you guys, I am absolutely obsessed with the Golden Girls. You know the old show from the 80s and 90s? I own all the seasons, and if you guys have ever watched it, remember uh, Rose, Betty White's character, she was from St. Olaf. So I, I had to know. Had to know. Glad to know you've been there. Sacred ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we've done we've done competitions there. Gustavus Adolphus, we've – it's it was a lot of choir competitions, believe me, a lot of crazy, crazy – songs we ended up singing um <clears throat> <laughs> i'm sure now, memories yes memories definitely especially the ones of me singing in front of the entire school oh my god that was scary now now you were talking about you have your own radio show now like what what acts have you interviewed like major stars or up-and-coming stars can you name a few yeah we've had some amazing people so we have like a lot of up-and-comers uh, but we've also had Tony Arada, who, of course, he wrote The Dance for Garth Brooks, along with a ton of other hits. We've had Kent Blazy, who's another huge songwriter. He wrote that Chris Young song, Getting You Home, and If Tomorrow Never Comes. We've had um, Kim Williams, who's also another huge writer. We've had Lance Carpenter, um, who's an artist, as well as he wrote the number one song for Kelsey Ballerini, her first one, uh, Love Me Like You Mean It. We had Keith Anderson. We interviewed um, back in was it August or September. Uh, we've had a lot of great, great acts. We also had very awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's just been a really, it's been a really great thing, and um, I've made a lot of new friends. Which, once again, I'm sure that y'all have done the same through this show. Oh, <laughs> uh, more than I can count that I'm uh, keeping in touch with. In fact, uh, some that even haven't been on the show yet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Just wait, waiting their time. All right, mm-hmm. all right, Mary. Now, uh, now, as I told you in the email on Facebook and Twitter, I've been known to throw a few stumpers that actually got the artist or band to think, "Wow, you know what? What would I? How would I answer that?" But there was one band we had last week called Skin Jacket. They actually knocked all my stumpers out of the uh, proverbial, hit it right out of the park. So <laughs> hopefully, you can do the same. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty high bar. The pressure's on. <laughs> I think you'll be just fine now. One of my stumpers is is this one now. If you could do a duet with anybody, who would it be and why? It can be anybody past or present, any genre you want. Well, anyone ever, like ever, would be Elvis. Love Elvis. Nice. But I realize, you know, like, considering that he's gone, it's kind of strange. But, if you know, we could bring him back. 
Bikini or Brock mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Billy, I think she knocked that one out of the park. I think right. I <laughs> answered that one without hesitation right there. I think, I think, I, I think there's an applause. Yeah, go do it. I mean, <laughs> oh, damn it. There we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Now, one of the next questions I got, uh, Billy, unless you got one. I actually do. All right, go uh, right ahead, bud. All right. Um, Mary, uh, your style of music is uh, go goes more along uh, the lines of the uh, maybe the late '90s to the modern country sound. But have you covered any uh, any songs from from the old school of country, from like the uh, the George Jones, the Patsy Cline's, the Hank Williams era, or have you written any songs that uh, sound like they come from that era? Super question. I I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, jamborees. They're kind of a big thing in Kentucky. Uh, After, you know, I started singing out a little bit, I started doing some country music shows and jamborees. And what they basically are, they have a house band, uh, usually six or seven players, and they bring on different guests every week, usually three or four different acts. And so the house band does some music as well as the guests. And for several years, and I still do them occasionally, um, I would go, and they were normally on Friday or Saturday nights, and they would be covers of the Patsy Cline songs, the Tammy Wynette's, and that's really where I cut my teeth, you know, uh, performing with a band, did songs like Walking After Midnight, Stand By Your Man, uh, what are some other ones, I did some Willie music, like um, Always On My Mind, I love that song, and so yeah, absolutely, I love traditional country music, it's great. Right. See, this is where I think you and me are, are, are more alike than we uh, might imagine because I grew up listening to that music from from the 50s to the 80s, you know, riding riding along in the in the dump truck with my dad, listening yeah. to Johnny Cash, Jennings, Merle Haggard, all mm-hmm. those guys. And I remember when I was in 10th grade, my choir teacher wanted me to sing in front of the school. I said, what are you talking about? You want me to sing in front of the school of the band? What are you talking about? He's like, I want you to sing Johnny Cash. I said, you are freaking nuts. Mm-hmm. I am not singing Johnny Cash. But <laughs> they, they talked cool. me into it, and it ended up being a great thing in front of the entire school. So, What song did he sing? Do you remember? Uh, 10th grade, I sang, I sang Rena Fire. Uh, senior mm-hmm. year, I sang Folsom Prison Blues. Oh, Lordy. I hope you have, like, a recording of those. Like, you know, like someone videotaped it or something. Oh, uh, I am you so... Really, you really need to put it online, because I would love to see it. I am a, I'm actually trying to find it as best as I can, I swear. I'm, I, put, I put it on Facebook. Like, if you guys if you guys have any of it, please let me know, please. <laughs> that would be so cool for real, though. Like, if, if you do find it and you post it, make sure you tag me, because I want to see it. That's very cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then before you know it, I'll be on my way to Nashville to do a duet with Mary, and I'll be on her new record. <laughs> there you go. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be, be freaking awesome, actually. I'd really enjoy that. Now I'm really going to have to find it now. <laughs> now, now the pressure's on you. Woo. Oh, goodness. yeah, thank you now for that. But now you've been placed on the coveted Nashville Songwriters Association International list multiple times. What is that? Is that like getting recognized for your for your songwriting? 
just, you know, like you said, you know, you write a song, it's like your baby, but what is that like having like an, uh, an established songwriting association group, like putting you on, on their list? What is that like? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Whenever uh, the first time that I got on the list, I got an email from them. And uh, so it popped up on my phone, you know, National Songwriters Association emailed me. And I opened it, and I, like, literally, like, jumped. I was so excited. Like, I didn't even, like, realize how exactly you got on that list. But at the time, uh, you know, I knew they had heard some of my stuff. But it was just because there's friends of mine that were on the list. I just thought were the like the best writers ever. And so it was a pretty awesome, awesome feeling. Nice, nice. Billy, do you got any, any uh, questions? Um, yes. Now, um, obviously, uh, cu- country is what you do. But, uh, I noticed on YouTube you covered a song by Pink, which which sounded great, by the way. Um, Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, outside of country music, who would you say your influences are uh, from other genres? Well, um, let me think. I mean, because I listen to all the different genres. I mean, I really think Ariana Grande's gorgeous. I don't know if I'd say she's an influence, but that's a side note. I listen to a lot of her stuff, though. Um, back to Elvis, still love him. Um, my dad, um, he loves hard rock and classic rock and I grew up listening to a lot of that with him and my mom was in like the oldies and older country music so I, I'm sure that that influenced as well but I mean my radio dial you know how you have like uh, set on different stations I had everything from country to to the pop channels to also rock I mean and, and the oldies as well so all different folks you know there's a lot of great music out there all right all right now uh it's time for us to cue the next song, which I'll be looking at right now. The next one is Midnight Cigarette. Yes, and uh, this one's actually a duet that I did with Matt Dane. And uh, funny story, guys, whenever we wrote this song, it was not going to be a duet, okay? We just, um, my co-writers and I wrote it with Matthew Osborne and Anna Catherine DeHart, and so we wrote this song, and we were literally about to go into the studio, like like the next day. And we were sitting there just finishing up production ideas um, to bring to the uh, to the studio for the musicians. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if, like, God just smiled down on us or what. But out of the blue, I was like, hey, guys, what would it sound like if it was a duet? And so we sat down, figured out who would sing what with the lines, and Matt did a job with it. I'm so glad we did a duet because it kind of transformed the song. All right. Well, we got we got to hear how this sounded, don't we? Oh, oh Billy, you better play it, man. I want to hear this. <laughs> All right. Here, here's Midnight Cigarette. I know you're bad for me and I know I should leave my nicotine like a midnight cigarette there's fire in your eyes lights are flaming mine can't stay away I've tried like a midnight cigarette oh there's smoke and I know I should let go but I don't 
brought this on to another level, guys. I, I wish y'all could have heard, like, the initial version to what it is now. But uh, to the answer to your question, um, of course, whenever you go into the studio down in Nashville, so we had, like, a six-piece band, and uh, we went in. They heard a verse in the chorus of just me playing the guitar and singing it. And they said, okay, we got it. They wrote out charts, and literally not exaggerating, they got the song done in either two or three takes through, okay? So that's the song's like, what, three minutes and ten seconds or something? I don't know exactly what it is. So about less than 30 minutes, they got that part done. And then uh, I went into the vocal booth first, and then Matt came in. And uh, and then, of course, they did the mixing. We got it done in a couple hours, actually. Once you put the engineering in, uh, you know, the levels correct. So it didn't take incredibly long. Uh, but we're really happy with, you know, how it turned out. You should be. You definitely should be. Thanks, thanks. I'm so glad y'all like the song. That kind, of, that kind of a duet, Billy, actually kind of reminds me of George Jones and Tammy Wynette with how their voices always harmonize yeah. together whenever they sing. It was just like, oh, my it, it, it was just you know, like, it would grab you and pull you and say, listen to me, I'm going to change your life. I mean, you know, and there's there's some great duets out there, you know. But I'll t- I'll put one for example, uh, Lita Ford and Ozzy Osbourne doing uh, "Close My Eyes Forever." The, I mean, that was a great song. I like it a lot, but the two could not harmonize. Was that was the only downfall of that song? Mhm, mhm. I'll tell you what. If y'all don't stop, I'm gonna get a huge head. It's gonna get so big that like none of my hats are gonna fit. <laughs> now that that is actually a first that someone actually ever told us that. <laughs> yeah, this is first time for everything, I right? First time for everything. First time for everything, especially on Outlaw Radio. Now, Mary, now I hope you're ready because I am. I'm getting the next stumper ready, and hopefully you can smack this one out of the out of the preferable ballpark again. I'll try. <laughs> All right, now. Mary, now you're on tour now. You're doing your tour through Canada, the United States, a little bit into Mexico. You have four opening slots ahead of you. You are the main event, the coup de grace, the the one, the main event, pretty much. You have four opening slots ahead of you. Who would you give the four opening slots to, and why? It can be anybody, past, present, any different genre you want. Lordy, that is a really cool question. That's a first. I've never gotten that question before. Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Who's bringing a lot of folks thinking money wise would be Taylor Swift. That'd be a pretty awesome opening act, wouldn't it? Um, the Beatles would be pretty awesome. Totally mixing genres right now. But that's cool, right? Um, Absolutely. Oh yeah. Let me think. Hold on. I want to make sure I'm bringing in the right people. So we got the Beatles, got Taylor Swift. I'm still going back to Elvis because Elvis is just you cannot beat Elvis. And then we need another gal. Um, let me see here. Uh, a lot of good choices out there, too. There's a lot of good choices. Well, being from Kentucky, I'm going to say Loretta Lynn, because that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if y'all have ever seen her live, but she is like 80 years old or older, and she's still knocking it out of the park. So that'd be a totally mixed bag, by the way. Talk about a concert experience, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if this doer ever did, I, 
I would want to make sure that Outlaw Radio gets backstage passes to this because this would be freaking awesome as hell to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all have EIP access backstage and everything. Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we'd, have to be, we'd have to have some kind of table or something covering a lot of this show, too. <laughs> oh, no doubt, man. Oh, yeah. I think Absolutely. I think Mary actually would actually have me sing with her too on just one song. <laughs> we can make all this happen, you know. I mean, if we can bring Elvis back from the grave, we can do anything, especially that. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, now, now one of the next questions I got for you is: You've toured in Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, Ohio, and Indiana for various uh, festivals. Um, now I want to make sure I get this question right. So I don't sound too much like you show favoritism towards one place or over the other, but did now through all these festivals that you did, did you have one of them as like, Oh, I've got to come back here again. Or were they all special in their own kind of way? Hmm. Gosh. Well, you know, like every experience is different for sure. And every group of people you know, it seems like, um, you know, America is a huge place, right? And every single, even every single state, even within the states, like you look at Kentucky, like Eastern Kentucky is totally different than Western Kentucky, the, the fan base is there. So, I mean, every time is uh, unique and special. I'll tell you that I've been to some amazing stages and events that I feel really blessed to have been able to, to sing at and part of, like uh, down in Eastern Tennessee in Gatlinburg, actually. I don't know if y'all have ever been down there. They have a Smoky Mountain Songwriters Festival. And that was pretty cool to be a part of. Uh, down in Georgia, I got to open for Miss America, which was awesome. We got to have dinner before I opened for, and that was pretty amazing. But uh, there's basically everything I've done, you know, it's just been its own unique adventure, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, now, you've actually... Now, since we're talking about, like, festivals and all that stuff, you actually did tour a little bit internationally. You went into Brazil. Tell us about that experience and how that kind of molded molded you as, like, a singer, songwriter, traveling person. Well, I had never been to Brazil or South America, for that matter. Uh, from the moment that, really, I landed, I knew it was going to be just a totally different place. I don't know if you guys have ever been down there or not, but um, – Everything from like even just the architecture to 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 the people's personalities are totally different than from the south, from where I'm from, and they really feel music. It's it's unlike really anything I've ever been around. Um, almost like you know you think about like the black churches, you know they really feel the music. Folks down in Brazil are the same way, and so every time you get up in front of them, they are there to party, hardy. You know what I'm saying? And um, so it was pretty awesome, and I'd love to go back sometime. I was down there for, I think it was 10 or 11 days, um, just doing shows, um, doing one or two a day, and it was awesome. Did you, did you learn any Portuguese? Um, <laughs> de nada. No, that's Spanish. Crap. Uh, no, I don't. I, I wish I could say I did. At the time, I learned a couple phrases. Um, Obrigada, I think, maybe means yeah, I'm not. Yeah, oh, thank you. That makes me feel better. Thank you. Yeah, so I learned that. That was about <laughs> it, though. You know, a lot of them know English down there, and I guess they they probably teach it to them in school, I guess. But 
really just about everyone I talked to, you know, was fluent in English. Well, me being an MMA fan, uh, um, and that's basically where uh, mixed martial arts was born, was right there in Brazil, and the style of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so I'm a little familiar with them. That's really cool. I didn't realize that it started in Brazil. That's really interesting. Well, pretty much was born in Japan, but uh, Brazil just took it to a to the to the next level, basically. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Very All right, cool. Billy, you got a question? Yes. Now you just talked about uh, your time you spent in Brazil, but uh, say you're gonna gonna go on a worldwide tour. Out of all the places, all places around the globe, where do you think you'd like to perform the most? Mm, Europe would be amazing. I mean, that's a huge region, but uh, it'd be really cool to go over there. And I'm kind of into history, like a lot, and even family history. And uh, my family, the Cutters, uh, they haven't been over in America very long. It'd be really cool to go back to Germany and to visit. I have a lot of cousins that still live over there. And from a personal side, that would be really cool to go over to Europe. As well as it's supposed to just be beautiful, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, just uh, Europe in general, or is there a specific place you, you've got uh, fixed in your crosshairs, so to speak? I think all of Western Europe, you know, of course, they're all so close to, I mean, obviously they're close together, but they're all small, you know, relatively. And uh, it'd be really cool to do a European tour. And actually, I have um, a couple of friends that have went over there and done shows. And, so it's, you know, maybe something that we might want to look to do in the next couple of years. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I, the, the downfall is it's not cheap to do something like that. Absolutely. You have to make sure that you got the fan base to, to support that, you know, and make sure that you fill up those seats. It'd be kind of sad to be in a pub in London and no one be there, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now it's almost uh, 8 o'clock Central Time, so we better get better get to wrapping this up, unfortunately, Mary. I mean, I, I, I've really enjoyed this. I mean, I've friended one interview before with Gina Giordano, and that was an amazing interview. This has been another amazing interview, getting to know you personally, other than yeah. just through Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. So I just want to say thank you so much for being on here with us. Well, thanks for having me. This has been awesome. This has been something that I've been looking forward to for a long time. I mean, ever since you reached out, and especially like after I tuned in the other day, and I was just like, man, this would be awesome. And you guys are incredible. You guys really are doing an amazing thing. And I just, I'm always going to be proud that I got to come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, uh, now, now you just made me blush. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it, you see, you know, when, when uh, Billy, Chris, and I got to, got together you know billy talked to me about doing uh a triple person radio radio podcast so me and i met billy through the school billy met chris and then i met chris through the school when we were all entwined together we're like let's bring some musicians on and interview them and see what happens and by god everybody has been like you know you guys are freaking amazing at what you do you're taking all these independent artists bring them on the show getting them some sort of you know play through the radio it's like you know I, I love doing this, and I love getting to interact with all the different singers of different genres. I love it. And and well, uh, not just – what? Oh, I'm sorry, ahead. what was that? Well, I was going to say you guys are incredible at it. So well, what were you going to say? Thank, 
Uh, I was just going to say, too, not just the different genres, but uh, basically reaching out uh, through the world. You know, we got another interview coming up out of South Africa coming up in a few weeks. Um, you know, yep. I and I see there's some bands out in Finland I'd like to get on this show. So, Copenhagen, Denmark, that uh, with uh, Forever Still, that was awesome. And that's going to lead us to more good things there, too. I really wish I was there for that interview. I really do. <laughs> but, but all right. Uh, now, my final question before I send it to Chris and Billy for questions or comments or whatever. Uh, what advice would you give to some up-and-coming singer that came up to you and says, I want to be a singer? What advice would you give them? <clears throat> Well, hmm. I mean, there's a lot of talent out there. I think just, I mean, this sounds very cliche, but just doing the right thing and working hard, you know, it's a small, small business, small town. And, you know, word gets around, you know, if, if you treat people right, you know, I guess it's karma or whatever you want to call it, you know, it comes back to you. So working hard and just, just doing the right thing. There you go. Yep. It's, it seems like everybody always says a little bit uh, different when it comes to this advice, you know, be be yourself. Uh, write write how you feel. You know, don't let anybody take advantage of you for who you are. You know, don't try to be something you're not. It's all. It always ends up with being just be yourself and be real. That's yeah. that's the way you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You, you can't fool the fans. Nope. There's you, smart you might... people. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary, uh, why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug. Let the listeners know where they can find you on social media, websites, all that good stuff. Where can they find your music? You have Reverb Nation. We're on all those different things. Uh, Of course, the central part, the website is marycutter.com. And Cutter is spelled K-U-T-T-E-R, like you cut paper, but it's with a K. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Facebook. I'm also on Snapchat. If you guys are on Snapchat, it is so addicting, but it's so much fun, and everything's under Mary Cutter. Once again, Cutter with a K, and get connected on there. I'd love to hear from you. I I actually am on Snapchat as well. I'm gonna have to uh, give you a follow, and you'll be like, "Oh my God, that's Derek from On Law Radio. Awesome!" You better. <laughs> I'll follow you back. Aren't those filters fun? I love them. I, I held out so long from Snapchat, but now that I'm on, I'm like, "How did I ever live without it?" <laughs> Yeah, there was actually a filter. There was actually a filter for Christmas where it would actually give you a beard. I'm like, oh my god, I look as old as Bad Billy. <laughs> oh, here we go with that. <laughs> All joking aside, we pick on Billy because he's about 20 years older than both of us. We always pick on him a little bit, but it's all in good fun. We don't. If we didn't pick on you, we wouldn't care about you, Billy. <laughs> True. That's right. But. But Mary, I just I just wanted to say thank you again so much for being on Outlaw Radio with us. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Absolutely. Thank Thanks. you so much for your time. Well, thank you all for reaching out. This has been awesome, and I hope to talk to again talk again to you guys soon. Oh, you you most definitely will. We keep we keep in touch with uh, just about everyone who's been on the show. So. Yep. You better, because I'm a big fan now. I'll tell y'all what. I was already a fan whenever I tuned in, but now that I've talked to you guys, I absolutely adore all three of you. So, anyway, thank oh. you guys so much. Thank yep. you, Mary. Thank you so much. You already know my Facebook, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So, we got 
we're going to hit our first music set. We got five songs coming up by Mary Cutter. That's going to be started off with American Tears, followed by Like a Lady, Angel in the Hallway, and ending the set off with Mid September. So Sounds good. One, absolutely. One more time. Thank you very much for your time, Mary. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. You too. You too. All Bye. right. Uh, wow. What, a, what an interview. So, Hell of an interview. Well, I guess we got to hit the music set and then start, sorry, Billy, to, Billy, to take this one away from you, but um, we got to hit the first music set and coming back, news of the weird. You said it. <laughs> You're listening to Outlaw Radio on the No Holds Barred Radio Network, where if you don't agree with our opinions, Fuck your mother. Sometimes I think about America. Oh. 
The new Disquasher Dishwasher from Sharp & Decker is now available at Stereo Dust Particles. Only $499.99. The Disquasher features a special cleaning cycle specifically designed for cleaning vinyl records. Without the jacket, of course. And it gets them clean in less than 10 minutes, not including drying time. Buy this weekend and get a free sample of the special cleaning solution. Stereo Dust Particles. Stereo and appliance store with so much more.
for people away for love. I'm thinking my lonely life just ain't enough. I've heard from the grapevine that you're lonely too. Come on, baby, let's see what we can do. Hey, boy, start your talking. Tell me why you want me here. I'm so afraid of falling and crying a few more tears. If I fall for you, will I be under your spell? You look good sometimes, but sometimes it's hard to tell. I want someone to be there day after day. And if I were always, oh, who will always say I'm in the Tell me why you want me here. I'm not afraid of falling. I ran out to my tears. All the people I see are running around in circles. Tell me what will be different and better. Oh, tell me what will be different and
Dumas song, Medusa, EFC 58, Saturday, 8th April, Grand West, Cape Town. Tickets and broadcast information at EFCWorldwide.com. It's here. Psychosis, brand new CD, Drowning in Silence. To celebrate, Psychosis, Cold Cock Whiskey, and Ferocious Records are throwing a CD release party. Friday, April 7th at the Empire Concert Club in Akron, Ohio. You are invited. Invited. Playing live at the party. Psychosis. With Conniption Fit, Dead Leaf, Beneath a Dying Sun, Trifine, and Fit for a Funeral. Doors open at 7 p.m. The show is for all ages. There is a $3 surcharge for people under 21. The Psychosis Drowning in Silence CD Release Party. Be there. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat. You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Eric Stark, and Bad Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Fuck the shit. You fuck the fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Bad Billy, Chris, Master, Gina, Giordano, all the bands we had before can say shit. Fuck. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio on the North Bard Radio Network. I am one of your hosts, the Mad Dog, Derek Stark. What's going on? Oh, man, what an interview we had with Mary Cutter. We are sponsored by Cold Cock Whiskey, Raise Your Glass, Take Your Shot, and also by Hunter Athletic Apparel. The set you just heard was by Mary Cutter. Woman, we just got done interviewing. Very, very awesome singer-songwriter. What a voice. Yes, what a voice indeed. American Tears, Like a Lady, Angel, In the Hallway, and Mid-September, all by Mary Cutter herself. What a great interview. But now, one question I should have asked her, would she ever cover 18 Wheels or 16 Wheels and a Dozen Roses by Kathy Matea? I think her voice would be amazing at that song. Yeah. Oh, I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. And but hopefully she's listening and uh, she she knows that down. Maybe maybe she will. Who knows? Yeah. By the way, uh, you said Hunter. You said Hunter what? Athletics. Athletics new sponsor. Well, actually, they sponsored the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show, and uh, since I made the really tough decision to pull that plug, it's carried over. All right. But now, Billy, we've got a little bit of business to take care of. We have an announcement to make. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, It all ties in with what I just said, too. Um, To be honest, uh, for those of you listening out there, whether you're listening uh, via the Internet, uh, the replay on Rockin' Waves 11294, or... um, you know, on uh, Fillmore Productions, 773-572-7878, especially a lot of you out there who have followed uh, the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show, which was initially called the Octagon on my telespace when I started. I started that show back in uh, 2008, and I, yes, I started it on the Fillmore system, Carrie took it over to my telespace, then simultaneously uh, on Blog Talk Radio, and then over on 
to rock and waves and um it it was really really a tough decision for me to make but i just wasn't doing anything with it it wasn't going anywhere and it, it was like a, i really lost my passion to do it but you know part, it it was a there was a part of me saying keep on going the other part saying you know um there's more stuff going on in your life right now it's and uh it's just it's just time to let it go and uh, that's that's what i felt like i had to do, to do you know it's, it was kind of equivalent to me as if uh you know you had you had a dog or a cat for years and uh that time came where they you know you had to put them down or euthanize them or you know they just passed away from old age perhaps but it wasn't uh it wasn't uh, an easy decision for me to make, but uh, yes, I, I did, I did feel like I have to do it. But out of the ashes, you know, we Hunter MMA or Hunter Athletics has uh, agreed to uh, be carried over here, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have more MMA discussion. We're gonna. I'm going to continue interviewing fighters, but they're going to be played here on Outlaw Radio, and they're going to be short interviews. I'm going to get those that I can out of South Africa and those that uh, I can here out of America. Uh, Basically, I'm going to try to catch them after a big fight, and we're going to discuss the fight and discuss what's going, uh, what what their future holds. And uh, one of them I'm going to try to get since I've got his number is Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan. He He's in the UFC tonight. He was in the UFC. He was the first fight on the card that they had in, in Brazil there. And let me just read you the results via Sherdog. Brazilian newcomer Paulo Henrique Costa wastes no time in backing up McClellan with punches. McClellan seems stunned after a couple right hands connect, but he's trying to shell up and stay alive with his back to the fence. Costa relentlessly teeing off on his wounded foe with both hands and a right hook to the temple eventually tells fells McClellan, sending the referee for the stoppage. Paulo Henrique Costa defeats Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan via TKO in the first in the first round, one minute, seventeen seconds. Now uh which tells me this is uh, He's had four fights in the UFC and has only won one of them. This is this is his last hoorah in the octagon, and I, I don't know if Bellator is going to sign him now or if he's going to go back to the EFC. We'll see what happens, but uh, I'll look forward. I'll try to get Soldier Boy, and we'll talk talk a little bit about this. Uh, you know, it's, uh, but I will say I I think a lot of the South African athletes are just not ready yet for the UFC. So that's that's what I've got to say there. You know, more things coming for Outlaw Radio. So it all it all comes in time, Billy. It all comes in time. Absolutely. My God, Mary Mary Cutter's uh, people on her on her Twitter are still freaking retweeting us. It's just like holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> the, the response has been outstanding. Yes. What a hell of a Twitter following. You can also follow me on Twitter at Derek Stark, just saying. Yeah. I don't post much, but what I do, it is it is amazing. And I by the way, on another note there, my 
My Twitter handle, my personal tw- Twitter handle, will not change. I will keep. Shut up. <laughs> it, it, I'll keep it. Uh, I'll keep the handle I have in memory of uh, my very first show that I put together at Badlands CSR. By the way, um, you also forgot to mention that Outlaw Radio is now being replayed on another station. Well, I did say that, Rockin' Waves. I did say that at the beginning. I just haven't put the time yet. Since since I've decided to pull that plug on the Badlands, uh, mm-hmm. that's the new time slot now uh, on Rockin' Waves at, uh, at uh, noon Pacific time, 3 o'clock Eastern, on Thursdays. Correct. And, and you also, uh, I'm not going to say failed to mention, but uh, didn't mention that we're also looking for uh, professional uh, wrestlers to interview as well. Absolutely. There's one I do have in mind, too. Uh, I don't know if uh, you guys are familiar with the old days of the ECW before WWE bought them out, but yeah. uh, there's yeah. Jamal. There's Ex- Jamal. Uh, what's that? Extreme Championship Wrestling. It was run by Paul Heyman. That's where Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, Rob Van Dam, all of them got their start. Yes. Well, I'm going to be uh, talking to, uh, he goes by the alias of Mr. Mustafa. He was with New Jack. In, if, you remember, if you remember New Jack. Yeah, that was one crazy bastard, hardcore guy, kind of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Mustafa, Jamal, as I known him, because I, I knew him personally back in Reno. He helped run the school there. He's really good friends with legendary names such as the Honky Tonk Man, and he's gone up against The Undertaker, Terry Funk, uh, just, just to name a couple there. So, uh, you know, I'm going to reach out to Jamal and let let you guys take it from there since I'm not really big into pro wrestling, but it'd be good to have him on the show. Yeah, I mean, Extreme Championship Wrestling, he's made appearances in WWE, back then WWF, and WCW as well. So it would easily, I could easily think of a plethora of questions offhand just to talk to him. Like, what was the honky-tonk, man? Like, what was it like facing The Undertaker? All that good stuff. Guys, Was Eric Bischoff really a dick? He probably (laughs) was. Or, uh, you know, and and who knows, since he's good friends with honky-tonk, uh, maybe we can get him on the show, the Wrestling Elvis, as I used to call him. Yeah, the only <laughs> guy I could ever think that actually impersonated Elvis in a wrestling ring and actually succeeded at it. But like I said, you know, if anyone listening out there, if you're professional wrestlers, four-sided ring wrestling, uh, let us know on outlawradioabs at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on for a short interview. Just get a bio to us with what you've done, where you've been, stuff like that, so we can easily think of some great questions. By the way, Again, thanks to Mary Cutter. Your your bio was freaking awesome. Seriously, figuring out all the accomplishments you've done to talk about it, it's, it's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I think it's time we hit some news of the weird. Yes. Is it time for some news of the weird? Yes, we got the we have got the uh stories up including the one that you wanted me to start off on, so hit it. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the Weird. Alright. 
And tonight, and tonight we lead off. Oh, lovely! You know, we talked about this about this motherfucker a few times before, but this right here takes the cake. A fight between roommates led to the arrest of one for stabbing the other. Police said uh, the Kaziasko Kaziasko. However, it's pronounced. Yeah, county sheriff's department was called to to in Warsaw um, Monday, March seventh or March sixth. Damn it! Uh, during the investigation, witnesses told police Scott Blevins shoved his wife in front of his roommate and had tried to slice the tires of his wife's car so she couldn't leave. When Blevins' roommate tried to stop him, Blevins stabbed the victim in the torso. The victim was treated by, at the scene by paramedics and refused to go to the hospital. Blevins was arrested and preliminary charged with felony battery with a deadly weapon, criminal mischief, and possession of paraphernalia. Blevins was held in the Kazusko County Jail in lieu of $10,250 bail. So how about that, you little fucker? You get... Put in jail. Karma is a bitch. I mean, God, you got Brevins. You got away with it somehow when you molested your daughter. Shame on you for that. I mean, more than shame on you. I mean, you should still be in jail for that. But you know, not to mention you're the biggest joke in M- that MMA has ever seen. But now, you've proven many times that you can't fight, but, but you need a weapon. And, of course, you're using your own wife as a shield, and not to mention your ex-wife has told us about how you used to beat on her. But uh, now you stab somebody because you got to have a weapon. You're, you're, you're a real piece of work, dude. Real piece of work. I wonder how many times he's gotten butt-fucked in jail already. He probably likes it. Yeah. And um, moving on, you know, I said that my name is FitFap. Well, there is an actual term, because uh, I just got a Fitbit today. I, my dad got an old, got a new Fitbit, and I got his new old one. And now this qualifies as news of the weird here because I found out there is such a term as fit fat. Oh, dear. What, and what it is, it's to intentionally or unintentionally wear one's Fitbit device while masturbating, resulting in the measurement of one's masturbation session in terms of distance. What? Being used in a sentence. Rhonda returned home from her morning run, after which she spent the next two hours laying in bed watching porn and fapping herself to glorious orgasm after orgasm. She forgot she had left her Fitbit on and realized she had just fit fapped the equivalent of almost 4.5 miles. Okay. Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, But, hey, to, to each their own. Um, and moving on to other news, dramatic video reportedly taken by a drone last week in Washington state appears to show a woman trying to shoot the device out of the sky. 
after it flew way too close to her home for her liking. Yes, that's right. Shooting at a drone. Um, the 35-second YouTube video that has since gone viral shows the woman first throwing items at the flying pest before going inside and returning with what looks like a firearm. So the incident may seem staged. Police in Bellevue, where the video subscription lists it as being filmed, told the Huffington Post that on Wednesday they received a call about a drone flying above and around a home that matches the one in the video's description. Police Public Information Officer Seth Tyler said that though the drone clearly set its camera on the woman's home, an investigation didn't find any criminal offenses committed. The law, Tyler told HuffPost Tuesday, the laws apply to unsafe operations. In this case, it appears that they were flying in a public area. Regarding any voyeurism laws being broken, he suggested that the homeowner did not have a reasonable expectation of privacy because her window curtains were open. As for the weapon she was holding, Tyler said it was a pellet gun and that she didn't fire it. Jeremy Scott, who serves as National Security Counsel for the Electronic Privacy Information Center, a nonprofit or um, blah 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 blah. So he said there are laws on the books called peeping tom laws that address voyeurism, but they didn't don't necessarily go far enough to address what's happening here. Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's. Uh, HuffPost has reached out to the 59-year-old woman who made the police complaint as well as to the individual who appears to have sold the clip to video distributor Viral Hog, and will update the story if HuffPost ever gets a response. I I saw the video that was on there, and, you know, they have a point. You know, no laws are broken. The woman's curtains were open, so... Well, it, I mean, if she was caught doing anything inappropriate, I'm sure it wouldn't have been posted. But, you know, still, it's, you know, there are, there are laws. Apparently, these people followed it. So, really, it's... You know, if somebody had a drone and was flying around around my room and I was caught doing something inappropriate on camera, I would, I'd be freaking just as mad as her. I'd be, I'd be slinging a freaking pellet gun trying to shoot that damn thing down. <laughs> I'm just saying the what I do in the privacy of my own, own, own home does not deserve to be videotaped unless I'm the one videotaping it. I'm just saying, why would I videotape myself doing stuff like that? I got no idea. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is sort of like um, I I w- I don't know if it classifies as weird, but it was one of the related stories somehow. Um, and you'll realize why I said somehow in a minute. Taiwan is expected to become Asia's first nation to recognize same-sex marriage by the end of the year, and businesses are definitely taking notice. On Valentine's Day, HSBC Bank in Taiwan released a heartwarming YouTube video that told the real-life story of how the bank's country CEO, John Lee, walked one of his employees down the aisle at her wedding. Now, you're saying, eh, you know, big deal, you know? Am I right? 
Well, yeah. All right. Well, the bride's father had apparently declined to do so because he will not acknowledge his daughter's relationship with another woman. The The employee identified only as Jennifer, explained in the clip and explained in the video, I didn't think I would ever have a wedding. Although Jennifer has been in a relationship with her now wife, Sam, for 11 years, she say her family won't acknowledge it, noting that she considered faking a heterosexual marriage for her father's sake. Jennifer added, my parents have stopped communicating with me and will not come to my wedding. While Jennifer said she was concerned about being open about her sexuality at work, she soon learned that she had nothing to worry about. She said, my boss and colleagues have been very supportive of us and this wedding. When Lee offered to give her away at the wedding, she said she and Sam cried because we never thought we would make it this far. The woman, the women didn't, don't seem to vex that from a legal perspective. Their union is purely symbolic. Jennifer said, this wedding is really for the LGBTQ community. We hope our action will encourage people and create respect among different communities. Though the video was uploaded to YouTube February 14th, there's been a wave of renewed interest after Mashable posted an article about Tuesday. The clip has also made the rounds on Cosmopolitan, Gay Star News, and Pink News, among other media outlets that no one has heard of. Previously, HSBC has gone to great lengths to show support for its LGBTQ employees and the queer community at large. In November 2016, the company installed two rainbow lions in front of its Hong Kong office for a Celebrate Pride, Celebrate Unity campaign. HSBC spokesman Adam Harper told AFP at the time, having a workforce that reflects the diversity of our millions of customers in Hong Kong and which draws on a wide range of perspectives makes us better able to serve the whole community. Here's to hoping more and more international companies take note and follow suit. All right. Turning back to to weird, to more weird, um, it's it. I just it, okay. They don't, they don't teach you how to deal with this in meteorology class. TV weatherman Patrick Ellis of Mississippi's WLBT does his best to roll with a boy who invades the set and apparently blasts a fart at him. <laughs> oh wait a minute you gotta play something for that um yeah hold on let's see uh let me bring up that clip here here we go first alert radar this evening we do have some returns on the radar but looking at the observations down in natchez and some of the cameras down there it's not actually hitting the ground. What's happening is that a lot of this moisture right now is getting eat up, eaten up by the dry air. Look at the dew point in the area right now. Right now, dew points in the 20s and near 30 degrees across central Mississippi. Well, hey there. I don't know what's going on, but they doesn't know. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you crazy sure? <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got a little bit of uh, interesting things going on right now. Take a look at what's going on right now. You want to point out the weather right now? Yeah, there are farts everywhere and toots. It's crazy. <laughs> Take a look over Alpha Sir Sky Camera.
Now, and at that point, someone came in and took the kid off camera. <laughs> <laughs> but before he is pulled off the stage during Saturday's newscast, the kid gave his own forecasting. There are farts everywhere and toots, and you can barely hear the farting sound as well. So, uh, and, too, bad, too bad it wasn't a real big one. It's go. <laughs> what does one wear for toots? What, does London Fog make that kind of outerwear? Anyway, um, props to Ellis for keeping his cool. He certainly discovered why the WC Fields credited warning about working with kids and dogs holds true. Um, he wrote on Facebook, I had my own viral moment last night. All I'm going to say is watch out for the toots across central Mississippi. The little boy is the son of a lawyer who was scheduled to appear on an attorney call-in show at the station. The LA... Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> um, okay, that one. Uh, all right. So now smartphones allow people to check sports scores and email, watch cat videos almost anywhere. Well, they now can also allow you to perform oral sex just by licking your phone. That's what? the <laughs> How the freaking hell does that work? Well, that is, <laughs> that's the idea behind Ocast, a new digital marketplace that allows people to upload simulated oral sex sessions that can then be downloaded onto a vibrator via Bluetooth. Ocast spokesman Darren Press says this product is sort of an iTunes for oral sex. Since the plan is to offer all sorts of different tongue patterns for download for download at the website, it works like this: one person downloads a web app that records vibratory patterns made by licking the phone screen. <laughs> um, you, they uh, press hold HuffPost. You can also use your finger, but telling people to lick this phone helps the clickbait. If your phone screen is clean, you should be okay. Whether you use finger or tongue, those patterns last up to 60 seconds in length. They can be anything from circles, straight lines, or even the alphabet. Those vibratory patterns are then connected via Bluetooth to the Lush, a remote control vibrator that sells for $100 a pop. Press says the plan, says the plan is to provide a place where men and women can record their oral technique so it can be sampled and hopefully appreciated by the world at large. Uh, well, I, well, no, that oh, that that's not all. That is that's not all. There's more, but the page reloaded. Lighter. The page reloaded there for a second. Um, where was it? Okay. Uh, Press says this touchy technology was tested with the help of Cam models working at his other business, Cam Soda, an adult entertainment website. He was surprised at what they discovered from the hands-on research. <laughs> Press said they gravitated towards the higher vibrations. I didn't think they want a product that vibrates so aggressively. When I hold it, I can feel the vibes down my forearm. (laughs) What the freaking hell? Adult entertainer Charlie Hart tested out the product and was impressed by the results. How does a guy test out a vibrator? Don't, 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 don't tell. Don't tell. She took, oh, it's a she. No wonder. Oh, (laughs) she. She told HuffPost, I loved it. Nothing is like the real thing, but it's great when the other person is far away. Yeah, right. 
Hart plans to utilize it in her work as a cam model by letting fans perform on her by uploading their own oral sex performances during private shows, provided they pay an, an additional fee, of course. But Hart can see other options for OCAST, such as giving people who are unsure of their oral sex skills a chance to have them tested by sex experts or be a calling card for those who are good at it. She said, guys who are good at it are rare, so a guy who is, I'm calling back. Currently, there are 12 sample orgasms available for download with titles like Getting Loco, Mushroom Cloud, and Sensual Bath. More will be added as people come to the website. Whether this turns out to be the future of virtual sex remains to be seen. A few months back, Preston Company attempted to do something similar for Felicio, but sales have been limp. <laughs> so he, he admitted the device for that is expensive, about two hundred fifty dollars. It's the best of its kind, but not quite there. I'm just think of I just think of Viagra. That'll help. So pretty uh, much now, Cam Soda. That's like that's like Shatterbait, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't been there. I didn't. I haven't been there. This is the first time I'm ever hearing of this. So, I I think I may I heard of it like from people talking casually about it, but I've never been there. Huh. So, oh. real quick, real quick, Chris, since we're on the on that subject, really quick. <laughs> oh, there, there's a there's a there's a commercial that I found uh, recently that I heard playing. And just seriously, or you hear a commercial like this with a voice like this, how can you take this serious? How can you not laugh at this? This is a one-minute commercial i got to play. Okay. <laughs> Do you take Viagra? Are you tired of overpaying for your pills? What if you could get the exact same results for just a fraction <laughs> of the price? Guaranteed. Well, now you can with Sildenafil, the active ingredient in Viagra. With 20 milligram generic sildenafil tablets, you get the exact same results of Viagra for less than $2 per pill. And again, the results are guaranteed. That's right, absolutely guaranteed results for a fraction of the cost of Viagra. So give your wallet a break and call us toll-free at 800-530-0202 to get your generic sildenafil delivered discreetly to your door. And of course, while saving hundreds of dollars, you'll also be saving time by saying goodbye to those long, embarrassing pharmacy lines once and for all. Again, just call 800-530-0202 and get your generic Sildenafil with a 100% money-back guarantee. Getting your pills doesn't get any easier or cheaper than this. So call 800-530-0202 now. (laughs) Oh, what the frickin' hell. Boner guaranteed or your money back? Yeah, That's right. Not, I mean, the the voice was. Do you take Viagra? <laughs> Would you like to? Can you read me a bedtime story? <laughs> I remember what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. You sound like an announcer. I'd love to cuddle up to you and have you read me a bedtime story. <laughs> Um, well, here's a, here's a story now that's sort of sweet, but has sort of a messy ending. When Daryl Hamilton Jr. decided to propose to his girlfriend, uh, Rihanna Lopez, 
He wanted it to be memorable. Well, it was, but not in the way he intended, expected, or frankly wanted. Last month, Hamilton took Lopez on a plane ride of the Blossom Trail, an area near Fresno, California, where the trees start blossoming in late February. Hamilton, a video editor for KFSN TV, has been dating Lopez for two years and knew he wanted to marry her since last year. He told Inside Edition, I planned it for so long, but he never planned on getting motion sickness during the flight. He said the only thing was really on my mind was wanting to get it over with. The video shows Hamilton showing Lopez's ring and will you marry me? Seconds later, he vomits on the floor. Lopez said, I just went into help mode. I didn't know how to react. I was in shock. Hamilton admits his girlfriend had trouble getting her own bearings, emotionally that is. She told the New York Post she was really surprised. She was caught off guard and had mixed emotions because I started throwing up. She didn't know what to do. She was concerned about me. Lopez finally decided to pat him tenderly on the back while handing him a sweater to wipe his face. Oh, and she did say yes. Under the circumstances, their first kiss as an engaged couple wasn't a lip-smacking smooch fest. Instead, they each kissed their fingers and touched them together. Smart move. Since the proposal was such a challenge, it's understandable they haven't made wedding plans yet. Still, Hamilton is already planning his life with Lopez. Hamilton told ABC News, I have a son from a previous relationship, and me and Rihanna don't have any kids together, so maybe starting a family with a child of our own and being a role model for the both of them and for her. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Kind of sucks, because, you know, hey, babe, will you marry me? (laughs) Now, in it. Now, moving on, a mom and her boyfriend thought it would be a hoot to drive her young son and his nanny around town in the back of a pickup truck filled with colorful water-absorbent feeds. The way back, passengers seemed to have a blast swimming, jumping, and shimmying in the Orbeez beads. But around some tight corners in traffic, they looked as if they almost floated over the sides. The stunt featured boy YouTube star Rocco Piazza, who looks like a dumbass, um, who has his own channel doing crazy, sometimes apparently death-defying stunts filmed by Mom Holly. She's a dumbass for letting her son try that. The pickup stunt in their hometown of Corona in Southern California quickly joined the lineup and got nearly one million hits. It was still posted Friday night. But things got serious fast when police were tipped off to the video and cited Rocco's mom and her boyfriend on suspicion of child endangerment, a misdemeanor, reported Los Angeles' ABC7 TV. The couple also got a ticket for illegal dumping, according to a police statement. The beads, all one million of them, were dumped on the street by the traveling truck when the stunt was over, causing traffic bedlam and a major mess as beads clogged drainage areas. The, that was filmed in the second video called Illegally Dumping a Million Orbeez. The couple will be charged for cleanup. Holly told in some addition, this is, prob- this is probably the first time we've done something this illegal. We never put Rocco in harm's way. Rocco said, I feel like it was awesome. It's really, just really cool for us. You're a dumbass. Mom said, we're not going to do it again. Yeah, right. Next week you'll be doing it with two or two million or whatever those things are called. 
A police spokesman said traveling in the back of, a pick, of the pickup was dangerous for Rocco and his nanny. No shit. Detective John Simano of the Corona Police Department told the Los Angeles Times, poor parenting skills. Thank you. It's a poor choice and a poor judgment on behalf of the parents. The Riverside County Department of Child Protective Services is still investigating the case, Simano said. That kid should not even be allowed near a, near a camera. Come on. Corona Police Sergeant Paul Mercado told the Riverside Press Enterprise, they understand what they did was wrong. No, they didn't. They're acting. They understand they made a mistake. They're acting. They're taking ownership and working with the city. Seriously, just uh, that kid That kid shouldn't even be allowed to have a YouTube channel for some of the crazy dumbass. It makes it. I, I'm not even going to send it to you because this kid doesn't deserve any more publicity. Moving on. Oh, Lord. Um. <laughs> I wonder what it made me feel pissed. Um, But apparently it didn't do anything to my heart rate because my heart rate, according to my Fitbit, is still at 72 beats per minute. All right. A man who police described as busting out of his pants was arrested at a New York City airport on Friday when officers found his legs were heavily strapped with cocaine. That's right. Cocaine pants. Um, officers said that Juan Carlos Gallon Luperon was packing 10 pounds of the illegal substance worth an estimated $164,000 when he arrived at JFK Airport from the Dominican Republic. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said in a press release, during his examination, Mr. Luperon exhibited numerous signs of nervousness and his pants appeared to be rather snug. A photo that shows that New York City Customs and Border Protection shared shows why. The agency said that packages produce a white powder that tested positive for cocaine. Luperon faces federal narcotic smuggling charges. Damn. Well, um, hey. I don't know what else to say. Ten pounds of cocaine worth at least one hundred and sixty-four grand. Yeah. Wow. What does Simmons got to say to that? Right, Big Ron. Sim- well, let me make sure my sound is on. Nope, it wasn't. All right. Yeah, Big Big Ron Simmons has to say. Studio. Wait. They make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one. He has to say. I was going to say, I don't think Ron Simmons says bootios. They make sure you ain't booty. I, I, the, the bootios, they make sure you ain't booty. And damn, they're right next to each other on the soundboard. And I accidentally clicked the wrong one. <laughs> you made Billy laugh his ass off, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was funny. And hey, I mean, I got a box of bootios right next to me. Bootio cereal and an actual type of cereal. So, and Chris yeah. and I will be munching on that when I head down to Georgia. Yeah, we'll be getting some booty. O's. <laughs> um, and we'll be, now we'll be eating some booty. O's. Uh, uh, now we're not calling Miami defense lawyer Stephen Gutierrez a liar. But we can say that during a trial on Wednesday afternoon, 
His pants were on fire. <laughs> yes. Gutierrez had to run out of the courtroom after his pants began to burn while he was giving. <laughs> and the case just makes it even more funny. His pants, uh, Gutierrez had to run out of the courtroom after his pants began to burn while he was giving closing statements in an arson case. <laughs> the cause was apparently e-cigarette batteries in his pocket. His client, Claudie Charles, was accused of intentionally setting his car on fire. Gutierrez was in the process of arguing that Charles's car had actually spontaneously combusted when the lawyer's own pants appeared to do just that. Gutierrez told the Huffington Post, shortly after beginning my argument, I noticed that my pocket began to feel hot. When I checked my batter, my pocket, I noticed that the heat was coming from a small e-cigarette battery that I had in my pocket. There were two or three in my pocket at the time. He said he left the courtroom after noticing the heat was intensifying and was able to remove the battery as it started singeing his pocket. Apparently, the explosive coincidence didn't help his client's case as the jury convicted Charles of second-degree arson. Gutierrez emphasized that the incident was not staged and he never expected the batteries to catch fire. The Miami-Dade police, who are reportedly investigating the incident, did not immediately reply to a request for a comment from the Huffington Post. Seriously, what what is there to investigate? You take a guy's pants off, you... Uh, never mind. The U.S. Fire Administration <laughs> said in a 2014 report that explosions and blazes caused by e-cigarettes are rare, and most have occurred when the batteries are charging. Between 2009 and 2014, there were 25 reported incidents of e-cig fires or explosions reported in the U.S. Though no one died, there were nine injuries, including two cases of serious burns. Since then, however, there have been several other high-profile injuries related to e-cigarettes, including a man left with fractured vertebrae and serious facial damage. Um a teen who suffered severe burns, and a man who said he lost seven teeth. I don't think that was from the burns. I think that was cigarettes. But anyways, outside the U.S., at least one death connected to an e-cigarette blaze made in international headlines. When a man in the U.K. died in a house fire, authorities believe started after his e-cig caught fire and ignited his oxygen equipment. The transportation... Oh. Yeah. The transportation... Department has deemed the risk great enough to permanently ban e-cigarettes from check bags on flights. Passengers are allowed to carry e-cigarettes and carry-on bags, though they are not allowed to charge them during a flight. For his part, Gutierrez says he's quitting e-cigs. Hey, Billy, uh, do you do e-cig or do you vape? I just vape. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I can guarantee you that's the first time he's been hot Hot down there for in years. Hot pants. Dun, dun, hot pants. Dun, dun, hot they, pants. Make, they make you dance like you're on fire. Not literally, heard, figuratively. Have you heard of that song by James Brown called Hot Pants? I have, yes. Derek, have you have have you heard of it? No, I have not. Look it up after the show. Uh, <laughs> got Hot pants on. All right. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, with that, that has been News of the Weird. All right. (laughs) And some uh, 
some rather funny stories there, no doubt. Hell, All of in their own special way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I think it's time uh, we get we got our uh, we got the next music set coming up here. Let's see what's on tap here. We have, oh yeah, a band that, uh, out of Cincinnati, Ohio that uh, I just started corresponding with. They actually just appeared on Billy Bolt's Thrash Zone. They're called Trials by Faith. They're going to be followed by Jack Barrow with Friends while Von Koch, Charlie Drown, Mickey LaMantia, and Albert Frost. So, we'll be back. Who in the hell fuck... Do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Garrett Stark, and Bad Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Well, we are known as proper gentlemen because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fans. Crusher, 
Another crusher! Time for a crusher! Another crusher! Time for a crusher! Another crusher! Time for a crusher! Another crusher! Crush! See my little hoe! Crush! Fuck! Don't be wrong! Crush! Fire! Fire! Sin! Crush my life and I'm giving it! Now I'm waiting! Webster with the Federal Security Agency in Washington, D.C. I'm uh, going to need a few moments of your time. Why? Now, uh, since the passage of the Patriot Act, our agency has been granted uh, extraordinary powers in the pursuit of terrorists and other threats to national security. I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, that includes the ability to monitor electronic and digital information exchanges, uh, such as email and Internet use. You following me? Yes. Uh-huh. Now, the reason for my call is that in the course of one of our investigations, and I cannot obviously reveal any details of that investigation, but in that course, we had reason to monitor the Internet usage at your address. Do you understand? No, go ahead. Uh-huh. Now, the results show that someone at your address is using the Internet to view quite um, graphic images of a uh, sexual uh, nature, uh, images that are not legal under American law. Now, were you aware of this? No, that's what I'm saying. It's not me. No, you'll get a chance I mean, to make a full statement later. Our agents will be uh, entering your home shortly. They will be seizing your computer, any related media, and uh, conducting I, a thorough search. <laughs> uh, I suggest strongly uh, that you cooperate with them. Sir, I have no computer. All I have is my cell phone, and I need it for emergencies. I don't have any other type of phone. But I have my my phone has been hacked. Are you there? Are you there? Jack Battle. 
past ten Telling me that I'm getting drunk again Oh no she I'm not nearly done Well baby relax I'm only on my first last one Hey bartender can you give me one more my old lady Don made me so and I need all oh, to have a little fun. Everybody relax, I'm only on the first last one. I know closing time is gonna come up fast. It's good old boy, ain't ready to crash. Wish everybody. Leave me alone, take a step back. I'm only on the first, last one. Well, that bouncing man, he's eyeballing me. He wants me to leave. Well, it's plain to see, but not yet. All the whiskey ain't gone. I don't see no bucks. I'm only on my first, last one. I know the closing time is gonna come up fast. This good old boy ain't ready to crash. Wish you gave anybody to slay me along. Take a step back. I'm only on my first, last one. I'm in the dog and now.
radio broadcasting can be yours with help from American Broadcasting School. There are a lot of career possibilities out there. Why just dream it? You can become a radio disc jockey, sportscaster, newscaster, or production director. American Broadcasting School, one of the best-known, nationally accredited broadcasting institutions of its kind, can teach you the skills to succeed. Best of all, you'll train from your home computer. Go live on your own internet radio station as instructors evaluate your on-air assignments. You'll receive all the instructional materials and software to get you started. Train from home, learn from home. It's that convenient. Plus, American Broadcasting School offers job placement assistance so you can land the broadcasting career you deserve. ABS has helped thousands of graduates break into the field, and you're next. American Broadcasting School is the nation's number one way of entering broadcasting. Call 888-677-5227 or visit online at radioschoolonline.com. He took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. By some, he's been called controversial. He is the free American, Clay Douglas. Now, keep in mind that some of my guests have been approached by Homeland Security or FBI saying, why are you going on the Clay Douglas show? My message to those guys, if they're listening this morning, is good morning. Go get a cup of coffee. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, sit down. I've always invited you. I hope you come into my lecture, man. Now, you know, we, we both took the same oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I don't recall there being an expiration date on that. Catch the Free American weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. For the podcast and more details, go to freeamerican.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. Are you ready to rock? Cancer presents Rockin' Spring in Las Vegas, Nevada. Featuring sick puppies. Gemini Syndrome. Full of 
people to engage in social networking through the exchange of voice messages without the need of utilizing a computer. For just $4.95 a month, get an announcement-only voicemail box with a Chicago, Illinois, USA phone number. Rewind, fast-forward, and volume controls during message playback. The ability to record 90-minute announcements by phone and access to a members-only website to upload audio from your computer directly to your box. For $12.95 a month, you'll get everything an announcement-only box comes with, plus message sending and receiving, instant messages, and many other social networking features. For $10 more per month, your box can have a nine-option tree-structured menu. For more information or to get your very own Fillmore voicemail box, call toll-free 1-866-4-GET-VMB. That's 1-866-443-8862. Or visit FillmoreVoicemail.com. Fillmore Voicemail, a service of Fillmore Productions. Oh, fuck yourself. You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio right here on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris Master. This episode of Outlaw Radio proudly sponsored by Cold Cock, American Herbal Flavored Whiskey, and Hunter Athletic. What you just heard was another crusher by Trials by Faith that started that set off. Then it was followed by Dance, Dance, Dance by Jack Perro. And then it was followed by Crazy X by Charlie Drown. And then first, last one by Mickey LaMondia. And then finally, Devils and Gods by Albert Frost. And it is, we are at the bottom of the 10 p.m. hour here on Outlaw Radio. How about that? Yes, we are, and yeah, Derek, you were saying is Charlie Drown, Charlie Drown was playing. Uh, you thought, damn, she's something else. <laughs> she really is. I know, right? Got an interview with her would be freaking amazing. I think. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen, though. It, she uh, she has health issues that has have made her cancel shows. I mean, Billy Bolt just lives probably a block or two away from her. And, you know, a lot of his interviews are done right there in the studio. We've only had one of those done in the past. We got, but, um, you know, for, but he only, she only lives a block or two away from him and he can't book her. I kind of doubt we will. You never know, bud. You never know. We might just get a chance. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, by God, we got Mary Cutter, and God knows I was working on that for like a month. Yeah, but hey, it got done, you know. Aren't we supposed to have um, a, um, another person that's in the porn industry supposed to come in in April <laughs> that Derek oh. is working on? 
Hopefully, man, hopefully. Don't count on it, though, but just hope yeah. for it. So, <laughs> so yeah. is, you know, to, Derek will finally be able to have an orgasm during Outlaw Radio. Please don't. Please don't. Because you guys would be right there. That'd be like if I was if I was doing something with a woman in front of a film crew. There ain't no way that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, you can put on. While posing as a veterinarian. <laughs> oh, shut up, Chris. You're an asshole. <laughs> you are, in the words of Chip, an asshole. Oh, hey, but, but but if she get, if she has fake titties, you might be able to get a can of titty sweat. Shit, I knew <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Ariba. Ariba. Boy, that's echoing really bad, though. I must say, I do apologize. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know it was echoing. So yeah. We we had an amazing interview with Mary Cutter. We were going on this high, and now we're talking about farts at the end of the show. Uh, or, hey, hey, you'd be talking about farts during a uh, weather forecast. Yeah. Chance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, across Mississippi. There's a big brown, there's a big brown cloud coming in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. We had a great night tonight, though. Seriously, that Mary Cutter interview was amazing. Thanks again. Oh my God! But that was yeah. That... Do we have any? Do we have any feedback on our feedback line, Billy? Uh, no, we don't this week. That hasn't been. Uh, you know, pe- people that call call the show, they just listen, and that's it. They don't really leave any feedback unless we got got that idiot. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, knucklehead. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant Jeremy. Knuckle, knucklehead and Jeremy. Jeremy, white Virginia man, white Virginia man. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm going to hell. Uh, you know, that one of the trending top one of the trending topics on Twitter right now worldwide, uh-huh. Kids Choice Awards 2017. Yep, hopefully uh, Fuller House ends up winning. Wow. Uh, let me check right now. Uh, uh, at the same time, I'll pull up Sure Dog here, and we'll get the results of the UFC happening in Brazil. What uh, we got uh, this far. You, you uh, go right first. Now, do what? I say you go first. Uh, right now, uh, the favorite movie went to Ghostbusters. Nice. Fa- Favorite movie actor, uh, Chris Hemsworth as Kevin Beckman in Ghostbusters. Favorite movie actress, Melissa McCarthy, who played Abby Yates in Ghostbusters. Uh, Favorite animated movie, Finding Dory. Favorite voice from an animated movie went to Ellen DeGeneres, who played Dory. Favorite villain was Kevin Hart, who played Snowball in The Secret Life of Pets. Favorite butt kicker, Chris Evans, uh, who was in Captain America, which 
was uh, Steve Rogers versus Captain America in Captain America Civil War. Uh, Best Friends Forever, Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, who played Calvin Joyner and Bob Stone, respectively, in Central Intelligence. Favorite Frenemies was Jennifer Goodwin and Jason Bateman, um, Judy Hobbs and Nick Wilde, respectively, in Zootopia. Most Wanted Pet was Kevin Hart, who played Snowball in The Secret Life of Pets. Um, Hashtag Squad was Finding Dory, which was Albert Brooks, Ty Burrow, Ellen DeGeneres, Diane Keaton, Eugene Levy, Ed O'Neill, Caitlin Olsen, Hayden Rollins. Then, moving into, I'm pretty sure that the award show's over. But uh, television, favorite TV show, kids show, uh, Henry Danger. I'm mad that Girl Meets World didn't win. Uh, favorite TV actor, Jace Norman, who plays Henry Hart in Henry Danger. Favorite TV actress, Z- Zendaya, who played Casey Cooper in Casey Undercover. Favorite reality show, America's Got Talent. What do you guess one favorite cartoon? Dora the Explorer. No, that wasn't a nominee. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, dear freaking God. How long has that nonsense been on the air? For I remember I, when I was a kid watching the sneak, the free preview in 1999 after the Kids' Choice Awards, and it's still on. It is the longest-running Nicktoon in history. It is. There's just nothing amusing about that show. I mean, all it. Honestly, you guys can call me older, but you two have to remember a, a part of the golden age of cartoons. What was what was on before school on weekdays, what was on after school on weekdays, and Saturday mornings. Hey, here's something that I'm pretty sure Derek remembers, and all I got to do is say the name. Yep. One Saturday morning. Uh, no, I don't. What? No, you, one... Th- you, you don't remember ABC's One Saturday Morning? Oh, oh, that. Uh, kind of like uh, TGIF, you know, thank God it's Fridays. Yeah. You know, where they played step by step and... Mm-hmm. Uh, except on One Saturday Morning, they played uh, Recess, Doug, Pepper Ann, all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> I do remember watching Recess and and Doug, but you know I, I I can't believe they actually made two different series of Doug. They got the Nickelodeon series, and then and then Disney took it, and you know did their it. But, but, uh, but, but let me, reality show America's Got Talent favorite TV show Family Show Fuller House one yes um, in music favorite male singer Shawn Mendes favorite female singer Selena Gomez favorite music group Fifth Harmony, favorite song "Work from Home" by Fifth Harmony, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Favorite new artist, Twenty One Pilots. Favorite music video, Juju on that beat by Zay Hilfiger and Zayon McCall. Favorite DJ EDM artist went to Calvin Harris. Favorite soundtrack was Suicide Squad. Favorite viral music artist, Jojo Siwa. <coughs> Excuse me. Favorite global music star was Little Mix. 
favorite video game was uh, Just Dance 2017. And um, and they also they also uh, have uh, some international stuff that no one cares about. You ain't got to go to work, work, yeah. but you got to put in work, work, work. Was, you know what those? Sorry, I wanna, about, sorry. About the uh, golden age of cartoons that I'm talking about uh, from the mid '80s or so. I mean. Maybe you guys are too young to remember this, but... Oh, try me. Try me. I dare you. Billy, we're Billy, we're young, but we're not that young. <laughs> I, I actually do remember watching the Transformers. I remember watching the Simpsons. I remember watching the Super Mario Brothers. I remember watching uh, Garfield, Friends, Doug, Recess. <laughs> Hell, I even remember watching Under the Umbrella Tree. Here's one you probably don't remember at all. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> wow. I know I I don't think you guys probably ever watched that one. That was on PBS right after Sesame Street or uh, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. It was a science educational show for children called Three Two One Contact. No, I never saw that. I I, I thought it was something like Right on the Magic School Bus or something like that, or Arthur or whatever. (laughs) Magic School was freaking awesome. I thought Barney was pretty good. In the beginning, yeah. I will admit I was a fan of Barney um, when I was real young, and then it just, you know, like like normal, every, you know, things like that just became really disturbing. Okay. Now, you guys may have never watched this. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you're going to recognize it. Okay. Hey, 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 it's Bob Wilson, and I'm going to sing a song for you, and Bill's going to tell you a thing or two, you'll have some fun now with me and all the gang, learning from each other. This is Bill Cosby coming at you with music and fun. If you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, indeed, you might learn something. Never to fall asleep around Bill Cosby with your mouth open. <laughs> Or, or never let Bill Cosby. Wait a minute! 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 If you're gonna say that, now what are these happenings? Cocaine powder, you see, and one of them makes you go sleepy with your mouth open. All I'm saying is, you would not want to be a woman of any race around Bill Cosby when he gets you a drink, because then you're gonna go sleepy by, and your panties are gonna fall right off. And then you're going to wonder what the fuck happened. Now, this, now you'll get ready for the zip zap and the baby the bibbity. And you'll take off your clothes like boom, man, boom, man. Get ready for the most endeavorous button bot you have ever seen. Just remember, Chris, you cannot dress up like Bill Cosby. That's racist. Well, what do you mean? Hobble, gobble, da, 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 da. No, you cannot dress up like Bill Cosby in blackface. That's racist. Now go put on that Indian chief costume I got for you. <laughs> okay. It's just either way you look at it. I got I got another one for you guys. Ooh. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
and the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! Now, Vitor has shown signs of using steroids in the past, 
And prior to the ban on TRT, um, you know, he was he was using uh, TRT. Now, do you, t- testosterone replacement therapy, do you think that is something, uh, it, it has its useful purposes? Well, but, but is it, you know, it's it's for old men, much older than me, thank you very much, that uh, can't get it. <laughs> Have have a have a low testosterone count, and don't want to use Viagra. You know, that's what it's for. Is for mainly for impotence. It's not to boost your testosterone for a fight. So that that's cheating. It's well, if it's just replacing, you know, just for like that. I mean, I've heard of professional wrestlers, aka Chris Benoit, I believe, having. Uh, stuff to do with testosterone. It's just it's it, if if it doesn't if it it has its usefulness, but if it doesn't hurt you in the long run, then there should be no you know nothing wrong with it. Then, um, well, I mean, God knows I don't need any testosterone. <laughs> you you can disagree with me all you want, but I'm gonna say make Chris Benoit rot. I hope he's burning in hell while the worms while while the worms eat his corpse. Basic. I was never a fan of um, Chris Benoit, unfortunately. Um, oh. But what he did was unforgivable. Yeah. All right. Now I'll go halfway with you guys on this. I enjoyed watching him as a wrestler because he brought he brought his A game every night. That much I'll give to him. But what he did to his family, no matter what the people say, like oh his brain showed signs of dementia. He was like a ninety year old guy. He still did what he did. He could have yep. just killed himself. I'm not saying I mean, nobody could have killed himself, but I'm just saying, you know, instead of killing his wife and his child, he could have just killed himself and then left everyone else alone. No one would have really given a shit either. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sure Vince McMahon would have gave a shit because that was his meal ticket for a couple of years in, a, in the main event anyways. Yeah. But, There's still better talent out there. I mean, and I, you know, one of the, one of the guys I respect the most from, uh, the late nineties, early two thousands. I don't know how long he went on to wrestle, but uh, I, I know he had, he too he used some steroids in the past. Though Dean Malenko, I, I remember he yeah. was he was something to watch back in the day. Hey, he, actually, I got I actually got an interview to send you guys. It's an interview that was done with the Honky Tonk Man, the Iron Sheik, and some other guy, and um, they were talking, you know, wrestling, and they brought up Chris Benoit and you should have heard the tirade that the Iron Sheik went on. Well, you know, we'll have to to save that one for next week because we are out of time, but I I want to hear this. Oh, Billy, Billy, hold on. Uh, Iron Sheik tweeted out something very important. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you go fuck yourself. (laughs) Good old Iron (laughs) Sheik. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Derek, don't ask on the Twitter. Iron sheet. Don't ask me for the Iron Sheik sound effect because no, I don't have it loaded. No, no. I'm just going to just say get on out the Outlaw Radio Twitter and simply tweet. Follow the Iron Sheik and go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> right, follow Iron Sheik and go fuck yourself. He spilled my diet soda. All right. Well, I will be back next Saturday with 
the Indy Asylum, and then, of course, that Saturday Next morning. Saturday? Yes. Next oh, Saturday. yeah, you are on early in the afternoon. That's right. I'll be back on Asgard Radio with the Indy Asylum, and then, of course, Next week, uh, Chris, you're going to be taking the reins on the interview next week as we got the Groove Moose coming to Outlaw Radio. Yes, we got Groove Moose from Atlanta coming uh, appearing, and uh, they're reforming, and it's going to be an awesome time, uh, hopefully. <laughs> from Hot Atlanta itself. And you can yeah. check out the What? Yeah, and hopefully they won't be too drunk. Well, we've had we've had drunk interviews on interviews on here before, so ain't that the truth? Yeah, you you can catch a drive home Friday nights from six to eight p.m. right in front of the Lit Show, which is also on Friday night with DJ Hunter and DJ Abby. And after that, the the uh, uh, Friday night Renegade Show with Chris Master, of course. You can check me out Sundays. He uh, Star FM Mondays Heat FM right before the India Asylum with Bad Billy. Tuesdays Heat FM and or Tuesdays Star FM and then Fridays J Man Radio. You know, just go to Facebook.com slash ABS to drive home. Check it check the replays out there and go fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> and I will be back on Friday uh this coming Friday night with a new episode because this past Friday I was under the weather with a headache from hell. I know I am not talking about getting a wife. <laughs> you got that. That was funny. That was that funny. Is funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there, man. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to end the show with uh, a song by a band called My Own Ghost. And uh, Derek, I know you're. once you hear this song, you're going to ask for their music. Let me see. I, I got to go back to. Uh, I got I got to go back to the uh, Facebook here because I I can't remember exactly where my own ghost is from, but I know you're gonna like them. Let's see, they are out of uh, oh yeah, another uh, Luxembourg. I think it's what it's a they're they're out of uh, some uh, part of Europe. It's I think it's uh, Luxembourg. I can't pronounce it correctly, but uh, we're going to play a song by them to top off the show. And we will be back next week, of course, with the Groove Moose Spectacular. And catch the replay on Thursday on Rockin' Waves 11294, playing the hits old and new on uh, at 12 o'clock Pacific Time, 3 o'clock Eastern. And thanks again to Mary Cutter for being here. Amazing interview, amazing woman, just an all-around good person. So, oh, yes. Yeah. All right, and we will be back next week. Good night, everybody. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's where you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to go piss up a rope. We give our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what?
thrill seeker rocking out to the station i hear you you're probably even sipping on a drink right now an average blah blah drink in a can or bottle one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you i'll bet you want something different don't you something more take your shot with cold cock whiskey the best whiskey anywhere why because it's different from other liquors cold cock whiskey is herbal whiskey 100 percent all natural herbs blended with aged american whiskey no more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. 
Monster Energy, welcome to Rockville Return to Metropolitan Park, April 29th and 30th, celebrating Rock's greatest hits all weekend long with Death Leopard. Soundgarden. A perfect circle. The Offspring. And more. Two days. Over 40 bands on three stages. Tickets on sale now. Go to WelcomeToRockvilleFestival.com for tickets, info, and more. Welcome to Rockville, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. If you love music that knows no boundaries, then check out The Drive Home with Derek Stark. He plays two hours of country, rock, and hip-hop. He broadcasts live on Fridays, 7 p.m. Eastern on Rockin' Waves, 11-294. For replay times and additional stations, like and check the Facebook page by going to facebook.com forward slash ABS. The Drive Home. The Drive Home with Derek Stark. It's music that knows no boundaries. That means anything goes. One interesting, unpredictable ride. The Drive Home with Derek Stark. Live on Fridays, 7 p.m. Eastern on Rockin' Waves, 11-294. Some material may be unsuitable for children under 18. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 773-572-7878. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Here I am, sitting on the porch, writing another song about Waylon Willie, David Allen Cole. You can't go wrong. There's such great outlaw boys just like me. Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. The outlaw song. Well, here I am, sitting on the porch, wishing I was here. With old George We'd be strumming on the cold hard truth And he stopped loving her today And I love to play Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song The outlaw song Here I am with this old song About Waylon and Willie David Allen Cole Man in black and the possum George Jones Can't go wrong
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.